0: Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of quarantine. I'm Erin. That's Ange. What's up? That's Char. Hello. We uh, just had an awesome conversation with friend of the show, Stephanie Dominguez-Walton. She is running for Oakland City Council, District 1. Um, enjoy the conversation and just remember to visit our brand new spacon website, bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can also sign up for our email newsletter um, that we're actually going to send out, our first one on May 4th, so hurry up and sign up for that uh, e-news. You're going to love it. Uh, We're also on bff.fm every Monday morning from 6 to 6.30. And uh, we'll see you on the other side of this conversation with Steph. I think we can just get into it, Steph Walton. You haven't been on the show and a few years? No. Right? Yeah, like, maybe 2 okay. or 3 years.
1: I think so, it's been since the women's the first women's march. So we're now your mouth. I'm no. not even kidding
0: you. <sighs> so tired. What happened?
1: I'm not yeah. even kidding you. <laughs> And and what I feel like, I always tell people I'm really a 75 year old woman because I've aged in dog years yes. since the last. <laughs> but I look
2: fucking good for 75. Oh, if oh, I'm not my. mistaken.
1: Yes, She was look complaining her about her hair.
2: I was like, Are oh, you kidding? You have I would pay for always. a wig. I would pay for a wig that looks exactly like <laughs> that. It's That's true.
0: It's bushy. <laughs> I like it. Well, let's not talk about bushy.
2: Um, that's not the show.
0: is the show right now. Um, Steph, the last time we had you on, um, you still had Lady Brain. And I mean, we were still talking, obviously, about politics because you just can't not talk about politics. But Mm -hmm. um, now you're uh, jumping into the pond.
1: (laughs) You (laughs) have jumped into the pond. I am deep in. I am am running a campaign. I have been, um, let's see, officially like hardcore campaigning since August of 2019. Yeah, and you're running for Oakland City Council District 1. 1. And just how,
0: how, when did this, when were you sleeping one night and we're like, I'm just going to run. It's just time.
1: And no, actually I was, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was sleepless okay. after the 2016 presidential election, literally that night when we all went to bed, I'm assuming crying. Uh, and, but, and cried ourselves to sleep maybe or just maybe. stayed awake all night fretting. And I came home, uh, I took my kids to school and I came back home and my husband was he was standing in the shower. Like I left and he was, I think he was in the shower. Don't, don't tell water conservationists, but you know, it was one of those mornings Well,
0: yeah. and he's
1: got his hands crossed in front of him and he was just like looking straight ahead, like stern. And I go, are you okay? And he goes, no, I'm not okay. And I said, neither am I. And I go, what are we going to do? And he said, I've been thinking about this. You need to run for city council in 2020 because This was November fourth, twenty sixteen. Whatever it was, the next day, and times the end times. Yeah, he (laughs) goes because if our local governments suck, then we're screwed. Then Mm. we're totally screwed because we're going to get nothing from the federal government. And but we didn't even really know what that was going to look like. We knew it was going to be a complete and utter disaster, but we didn't know. There were going to be kids dying in cages. We didn't know that uh, the, the president was going to. Well, we were praying he was going to get impeached. We were saying that the day after, right? But like, you know, coronavirus. Like, who could have ever imagined any of this stuff?
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: local government is critically important. You know, Oakland's got its um, mm-hmm. it's a big city with a lot of issues and a housing and homelessness crisis crises that are inextricably linked and I've lived here for 15 years. I've never lived anywhere as long as I've lived in Oakland. I love it. I'm raising my children are Oaklanders. Um, this is where, like this is where we're going to be till our dying days. Um, I'm invested and we need leadership that is, um, going to show up for its people and, uh, people who are going to be responsive and, and people of action. And, and I am those things. So why not? Here I am. Um, and I've, I've laid some groundwork to get here. I've, uh, I was uh, accepted to the Emerge program, which is, it's a, it's a nationwide program that started here in California, but it, they train Democratic women to run for office. And okay. so I went through that January to June of 2019, graduated, and like just literally hit the ground running because they tell you, you're running against an incumbent, it it's never too soon to start campaigning. So I literally, I launched this thing, um, the end of July, August one, boom on the ground, asking for donations, just taking meetings like a wild person and learning so much along the way. Like the learning curve is this, it's straight directly up in the air. Um, mm-hmm. But here I am. Yeah. Can you
0: um, maybe dive into, um, and there's no pun intended, but into the Emerge program a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Because just for people, people meaning women, understand what that is. Because I'm very interested in politics and I, I would be, I don't know, maybe one day I'll do it. I don't know,
1: but. Well, it is, it, I ha, I, and this is not an exaggeration. I'm a very um, enthusiastic and dramatic and passionate person. So, but I mean this with everything that eMERGE experience was one of the single greatest experiences of my life. Um, and it is, it is a sisterhood. Um, you, They don't take everybody. So it's a thing like it's you, you prepare the, the questionnaire is it, it, it takes some time and some thought uh, to fill it out. Um, you, they want you to have done your homework. They really want to make sure that you're in this for the right reasons, but, But the beauty of it is it's training democratic women to run for office. And that's, you know, that was a real big attraction to me because, you know, we can all say, Hey, I'm interested in politics. It's a great thing. I mean, I love being interested in politics and I've always been, you know, making phone calls for my candidates or knocking doors or protesting or doing what, you know, always voting and always trying to do my best to educate myself to know the issues and the candidates. But, um, this is another thing. This is another level. Um Angela, I'm you know, I'm sure you can speak to it having been on a campaign <laughs> yourself. You know, it's not just I have great ideas and great morals and these are my principles and I'm a really hard worker. It's um it th- there's a reason why people say oh that's so political or that's just politics. That's a saying because It's a thing. You have to, you have to, you have to get in, you have to understand where people are coming from. Some people are motivated to just keep their seat um, and lose sight of why they're there in the first place. I think. Um,
0: And and, And when you say seat, you mean power
1: their power, exactly. But you know, a lot of times people are all they're jockeying for I want reelection, I want that next position. I want to go from the council to the state assembly. I want to go from the state assembly to Congress, I want to Mm -hmm. run for Senate. And, you know, um, there are the stories like 2018 was was truly remarkable in that a lot of people rose up and got, you know, we heard of the Ayanna Pressley's and the Omar's, though they didn't just arrive and show up in Congress. Like they did stuff to get there. And so what Emerge teaches you to do is to understand um, what's who the players are, what's Mm -hmm. at play, how to involve yourself uh, in order to gain knowledge, um, who to meet, who to talk to. Uh, You know, you city government is and I think most of the governments like you, you hear things like the the iron workers came out for Joe Biden or whatever, like they're talking like nationally. These unions are very powerful because they, their members are the workers who keep things rolling. You know, this is, this is our, our middle class, which in Oakland is diminishing shrinking. Um, Mm -hmm. Anybody who lives in Oakland knows this, you know, we used to be that Oakland is for everyone. Right. And I still think a lot of people subscribe to that belief but oakland is expensive and you got people up here who can pay the freight and then you got people mostly uh people of color who are being pushed out and down Mm -hmm. and and hanging on now to what you know housing and and jobs and people are moving far out of oakland you know people who, who live in oakland Uh, who work in Oakland should be able to live in Oakland. School teachers living, uh, teaching in Oakland should be able to live in Oakland. We should have enough housing so that not just people who can afford to pay 30% over asking to buy a house or 6,500 bucks for a two bedroom somewhere. And, you know, we got to have housing for everybody. And there's no, you know, you come to Oakland and you know, there are 4,500 people sleeping on the street any given night. Right? I mean, before COVID, now some of them are in hotels. So, but but you, get, you get my point. That's a small town. And it's only 400,000 or so people, right. right? Yeah. So that's a lot of folks. And uh, it's just where I think, I think planning, you know, who knew when they were planning the city or when developments were going up? 50, 25 years ago, you know, whatever, that there would be a Salesforce tower in San Francisco someday, (laughs) or that technology would have exploded the way that it did. And now people want to leave San Francisco and they want to come to cool ass Oakland. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. But Oakland's gentrifying
0: exactly, and,
1: and people, you know, it's tough for people to hang on. And so, you know, getting to know, um, those are the concerns I think of people the the constituents right the people who are just you know the voters, um, I want the potholes in my streets fixed. I don't hear about potholes anymore. Like nobody even brings that up anymore because now we're talking about. I want to make sure that kids who, who are going to Oakland Public Schools who are food insecure are getting fed every day. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that these programs that are feeding senior citizens who are the most compromised, who can't go to the grocery stores in many cases, or who can't go to their senior centers and get their sometimes free lunch or free dinner, we need to make sure that those programs are, are rolling. So my shift, I mean, of course, housing yes. and homelessness, it's huge and in oakland homelessness has increased in over, it's increased 47% in the last 2 years we don't have four more years to wait for um me not to be in office do you know what i'm saying like i'm just ready to go it requires it requires thinking outside of the box it requires a tremendous amount of energy it requires a lot of hard work it requires collaborating and playing nice with people at other in you know at other levels of government um and so you guys know me, you met me in radio. Yeah. I mean, I was a, I was a commissioned salesperson for almost 30 years of my life. Like I know how to, um, take an idea, sort of make it my own enlist support and then solve that thing. Right. Cause if I didn't, m- mama wasn't eaten, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm kind of, and, and I, you know, some people go, Ooh, sales. And I'm like, I'm proud of what I did. I'm proud of working with every type of personality under the sun and, and collaborating with people to make stuff happen and help people grow their businesses. Like, yeah, I wasn't, you know, curing cancer, but I was doing some other pretty cool shit. And so I'm going to, and it's (laughs) not not easy, Charlene, you (laughs) know, it's, you've seen
2: us running around like maniacs. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Char knows. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Dang. Yeah, no, I love hearing you talk. You answered all of my questions just in that it's because you're so well-spoken and well-thought-out. But, but as you know, it takes more than just having good ideas. You need to get your message out there. So yeah. how are you doing that right now? You have to just completely <laughs> shift everything because, you know, it's all about meeting face-to-face, knocking on doors. So how are you getting your message out here right now?
1: Dang, I was so looking forward to the door knocking. Mm-hmm. 55,000 voters in the 2016 election, in my district alone in Oakland, and I was going to hit all those damn doors, and and so we don't know if we're going to be able to do that. Right now, we're taking the campaign week by week. Um, seven weeks ago, I was doing on average 25 appointments face to face a week, whether if, whether it was with you know um, the secretary of a labor union or a constituent who has, has some concerns and wants a responsive uh, counselor in office next January, or if I was um, at a city council meeting or attending a panel discussion on um, more housing density, you know, you name it. It it was, it was tons and it was exhausting, but it was so rad. Let Mm -hmm. me just say like never once in from, from my, from my declaring that first email that went out at the end of July to to today have I said, Oh shit, I'm doing, I I got, I got to pull out never (laughs) one time. Oh my God. And I'm saying that like, I've been scared a couple times. I'm not going to lie. I've lost a few nights of sleep a few times. (laughs) (laughs)
2: But,
1: but like, I, I feel like I found my thing at 54 years of age. Like, Oh God, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Like I'm, I'm so committed. So to, to answer your question, Angela, now we're locked in. Um, we, we change it. We, it's, it, it's, it's different every week because at first it's like, okay, well, you know, we're going to be sheltered in place for how long a month. And then we're just going to get out there and we're going to, we're just going to go business as usual. The next filing period is June 30th. Fundraise, 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 fundraise. Um, organize, organize, organize house parties galore. They're going to pick right back up at the first of May. Well, hmm. that's not happening. So what we've decided this week's plan I don't know why I keep doing this this week's plan. <laughs> I'm Erica. What the hell? I love it. I love it. I know <laughs> this week's plan is fundraise, organize, seek endorsements. And and then I set some personal goals for myself and I have consultants and I have a campaign coordinator and I have the most kick ass balls team. Like I can't even tell you. I don't know. I Ange, Ange isn't on it. I so. know. And I'm, <laughs> we're going to, we're, we're going to have to have a conversation after this. Cause I might need to tap into you, but I would love to just do, talk to you. I would I love to just talk you to you. Yeah. But more power I need to you. you. I, I'm, I need more of you <laughs> and people like you like all day that army cannot get, I'm it's covering bear, all it's the white be hair. I'm
2: covering all the white hair from last year. So <laughs> definitely see yeah, I know. Um, there's a, it's a Madison there's Reed. A, yeah. <laughs> part of me on. died, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know
1: it's emotional. It's emotional. It's exhausting, but, but oh, your, here, here are my personal goals. Okay. I'm just going to tell you, and and, and you're going to know this, but for anybody listening in any race, there are caps to the amount of money that, well, in in my race, let me just say in my city council race, there's a cap to how much money I can raise. Right. So that was always my goal. My goal is $143,000. And that's my finite amount of money that once I raise that all, I'm going to spend some of that on staff because you got to pay people to kick ass for you and to ask them to like you know these they're Get doing they're doing so much yeah um but then there's mail and maybe it's not going to be so much mail maybe it's going to be more digital who knows but there's that getting the marketing piece done. Mm-hmm. You got to pay a treasurer. Okay. On a monthly basis. So you make sure you don't step out of line and, and break any campaign finance laws. Right. Someone said to me, can I just Venmo you my donation? I'm like, no, that's good. <laughs> I think that might be considered laundering. I'm not even sure, <laughs> but no, don't Venmo me shit. Okay. Um, so I'm going to raise all my money by June 30th. That's my, that's my goal that I have set for myself. There is no other option. Um, I'm at eighty-eight grand right now.
2: Okay. Wow. Good. Great.
1: Yes. My 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 opponent, the incumbent, not even close. Wow. So, really? Not e- well. Our first that's... filing period, I was at sixty. He was at thirty-one.
2: Wow. Mm, that's incredible, Stephanie. Okay. I know. I'm.
1: Oh, I'm working so hard.
2: Mm-hmm. Charlene
1: knows I'm a radio person, fearing for my life. Like, am I going to make? The, am I going to pay rent? Mm -hmm. This is how I operate every, this is how I'm, I've got that. It's just ingrained. So this is what we're doing. Um, and then I want to have, I want to have as many, there are 49 precincts in district one. I will have identified someone who can host a house party in every single one of those precincts. And I'd like to get through most of them, but at least have all 49 on the books by June 30th. Those are my goals. I've stated them to my team. So everybody's on board. Um, and then you know i i'm just i make myself available to people i had i did another podcast this morning with a girlfriend of mine we usually talk politics but we did a fun personal thing so that was kind of a nice way to start my day um i met with a constituent over the telephone uh and she shared some of her concerns with me and and some of her desires and visions for the district in oakland that was rad um and then I, I had a Zoom meeting with a young volunteer, um, a high school student who's on the Youth Commission, and I, had, oh. I met him when I spoke to his journalism class at Hedroyce High School um, in January, and he, we exchanged numbers, and he's going to help me identify people in every one of those 49 precincts. Well, um,
0: amazing. That's great.
1: Yeah, and then that. I did call time for two hours, um, raised a little bit of dough, talked to some labor union um, people and set an appointment to do some properly socially distanced, uh, a tour of a facility on Thursday. Like, and I'm, so I'm just like head down. Um, Tomorrow we're going to write this week's email uh, and I try to be of of service in every email that I send out. So um, if you're in my contact list, you probably get it because I literally gave my, I gave my, Logins to my Mac, like my life, which is Apple. And mm-hmm. I said, Here you go to my consultant. And so he put together a MailChimp list. And we we sent something out like early on in, in the coronavirus period. Uh, we I, sh- I said, Here are the links to get your SBA loan. Here's where you sign up for unemployment. Here's what you do. Any questions? Call me. I reached out to merchants in my district because I love shopping in Oakland and we we have built relationships over 15 years. And so I made personal phone calls or sent emails with like, my husband's really fucking smart. And he really knows how to drill down on stuff. Mm -hmm. So he helped me put together sort of a cheat sheet that said, SBA loan, click here, PPP, boom, here's a, you know, whatever it was. And I sent that out to people and then they called back and we talked through things. Hmm. And now they're now they're reaching out to me and going, I got my loan or I got my I got my PPP, you know, whatever yes. it happens yes. to be. Um and that just feels so good. Well, like you um, do shit. <laughs> I do. Yeah. But I and it, it's true. Yeah, and and, I, like- and, I, and I, have a, I have a truck driver's mouth radio, oh. <laughs> uh, which is going to be perfect for politics as far as I can tell.
2: That just makes you relatable. Yeah, you can yeah. say
1: whatever the hell you want at this yeah. point.
2: Well, and it seems like you're really taking advantage of uh, people being in quarantine. And, 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 you know, obviously to a candidate, time is your most valuable asset, you know, and and what you spend it on. But you don't have to worry about travel time or or things like that. So you can literally just all day reach out to people and you don't even have to have clean pants on. No. So <laughs> or, or or pants at all. Or, well, I wasn't going go to go there, but yeah, exactly. floors. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. so um, that is that is one upside to this is just you can just go back to back to back, and there's nothing you, you know, like. Traffic was the the nightmare for every scenario, you know, going from event or, or or
1: getting down. You know, I had this one meeting with a big elected, a local, a county person. And I needed to go down to the county building and I'm all, I'm ready to rock and there's no freaking parking anywhere. Right. The panic sets in. Cause of course, like you get one chance, you know, this about, about mm-hmm. politics, people will make their decisions and they're ready. And I don't want to say they're ready to hate but some people really are ready to hate. Like that's a fact, but people they're, they're judging you and they want to know how serious are you? Are you showing up on time? Do you know how to honor your commitments? And so, yeah, I got to say, I wasn't late to that. Thank God. Cause I did end up finding something, but um, yeah, you know, I, I do think it's, it's kind of a luxury being home and just being able to dig right into it. And I've got all I need, you know, I got my phone, I got my computer. Um, I've got, I got somebody who just hit me as I picked up my phone. It just said, Hey, I want a window sign. Yes. Yay. So I got real. my window sign. <laughs> God, I did that early. You know, I came out of the gate hot and I have, I lucked out in, um, in 20, oh God, it was like September of 2017. And I met with, uh, I decided like, okay, so I'm running. Now I really need to start getting to work because it was like the midterms were starting. People were starting to pay attention to that. And I had reached out to the campaign manager of Buffy Wicks. Does that name ring a bell to you guys? Buffy Wicks is our assembly member in AD 15, which is uh, half of Oakland. The other half belongs to Rob Bonta, who also is just amazing. But I had seen Buffy speak at this women's event where we were all just like super downtrodden over the fact that you know, who was elected or whatever you want to call it installed. Um, Anyhow. So I was like, okay, I, I like this person. I want to find out how I know her name. So I Googled her and it was like, Oh yeah. Organizing for Obama. Sure. She's at, you know, we've had a zillion emails from her. And then I looked a little bit further and it said, Buffy Wicks candidate for assembly AD 15. I'm like, that's my district. So I reached out. I was her first volunteer on her campaign. And I started getting into it really early, so I rode that whole 2018 campaign cycle with her. Um, I also, my husband and I, got really involved in the Andrew Jans for Congress campaign. Mm-hmm. He ran against Devin Nunes down in in the Central Valley, mm-hmm. and we we some friends of, of ours and and my husband and I hosted an event at our house with Andrew, mm-hmm. um, and I got really heavy heavily involved there. And his campaign manager. Um, this, one of the baddest broads I have ever met in my life. Her name is Heather Grevin. She, she's my chief advisor and she's wow. doing it. She's just there for me when I need her. Wow. You know, she's there. Wow. Amazing. She's been amazing. Um, so I got that. I got Buffy Wicks who's endorsed me, who is there for me when I need her too. You know, That's I mean, it, 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 not, not like when she's on the assembly floor, of course, <laughs> but But you get it. Um I started volunteering for Congresswoman Barbara Lee. So I you know, just getting in with these amazing women who just blow my mind at every turn, who inspire me, who who mentor me, um, and and who show me what it is what it could could possibly be, you know, in terms of like this is a model. This I can take this to Oakland and I can I can share some of this amazingness with, with I mean, I would only hope to, right? But so here I am and I'm not, you know, sometimes I'm, uh, you know, I just like, I fall asleep sitting up and my kids make fun of me. Cause they're at that age now where mother yeah. is, is hilarious,
2: yeah. <laughs> not, not in a great way. Not yeah. to laugh with. Yeah. to laugh Right. Out. I remember, <laughs> I remember
1: being that age and doing that to my mom and dad. I'm like, Oh God, it's coming back. Yeah. Um, and then I lay in bed and I'm like, okay, what's next. Yeah. But I'm, I'm super stoked on this. You know, I'm, um, and I think I, I think I'm gonna win. I mean, I really, I, I, I hope that doesn't sound cocky. Does it?
0: No. I here's you the thing. To when that. I saw that to you were it. gonna run, when you're gonna run, I'm like, yeah, of course, <laughs> like, of course, that's just the natural mm-hmm. path for you, Steph. So, mm-hmm. of course, you're gonna win, and I, and you're learning so much too. I think that's, oh. that's one of the key things
1: in all of this. You know, it's I like, have. You're a sponge. I'm a sponge. So I have this thing. I've always done this ever since my radio days. I've always, uh, and also, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a middle-aged woman. So there are certain things that I, I enjoy spiral notebooks for notes. <laughs> I live for, I, I always, and then I, I go through phases. Like for a couple years, I've been on this gray one. So I'll buy them like six at a time. I have filled up since last August, four of these with notes. And wow. I, uh-huh. And, um, so i can just i hear it i'm in the meeting or i'm on the phone and i'm writing it down and then i can go back to it and say okay that's what was said you know i re- i i it has kept me sane but like you you're not kidding what i'm learning on a daily basis i learn something or some things new every single day that i'm like how did i get to this point without knowing that <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um and it's getting hot in here in Oakland <laughs> yes. okay
0: it's uh yeah
1: it's hot over there mm-hmm. it's hot mm-hmm. you know you see it and and mm-hmm. it's but it's such a cool city it is it has it has so much to offer um i feel as a you know i i've as a kid i never really there were very few kids that were like, you know, my brother and I used to joke because my name, my name is Stephanie Dominguez Walton. And I'm, you know, I'm a brown kid. And my brother and I would say, he would say to me, do you ever notice that we're the only Z's other than the Horowitzes?" <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like, and he goes and you're know, like, we're the only Z's. He was little when he said that because he didn't really, like, we, we didn't understand. He didn't understand why we were like, the ones with the brown skin and the brown lips and the, you know, um, and coming to Oakland uh, and I always felt like I was the only Z, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. C- to a degree, mm-hmm. to a degree, yeah. because, you know, San Francisco, I was not, I was running in the radio circles. There were not, you know, unless I was selling Spanish language radio, which I did, it was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mm-hmm. come over to it's Oakland pretty, it and I'm like, <laughs> it, well, it just, it, it wasn't as ethnically diverse. Correct. And yeah. I had always craved to be in that environment. And I could never really put words to how I felt until I got to Oakland. And I remember I had my baby in a stroller. We had been here maybe, you know, two, three days and I found the killer coffee shop, but I still to this very day, that is my go-to. I don't, they put a fills in across the street. I don't even look in the direction. I only go to, <laughs> like, I'm just loyal. So I, I roll up with my stroller and my little 10 month old is in there and I'm looking around and I'm like, Oh my God, what is this place? We live here. No way. There was a guy, there was a white guy with his biracial daughter who was like, you know, maybe a year older than my son. And it was just, I mean, it was everything. There was this really hot Latino mechanic and his super hot Latina (laughs) girlfriend who used to meet every morning at the coffee shop together. And I knew she worked at the blood bank, which was right on Claremont. And he worked at the, the, uh, the mechanic shop that's on college in Claremont. And they were so adorable and they do their thing. And I'm like, I have arrived. This Mm -hmm. is my place.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Doesn't, doesn't look like that anymore. No, it doesn't. 15 later. I want more of that. Yeah. Well,
2: and another important note is for as diverse as Oakland is or was, you would be the first Latina elected into city council, which is crazy. Thank you. I Did you know that on your own? Because yeah. I like to throw that out there. <laughs> of course. Yeah, well, does you know. Does that
1: not blow your freaking mind? I yes. mean,
2: it does, but it doesn't. I mean, look at right. San Francisco local government. Yeah. It's all it's men. Right. It's all, I mean, majority yeah. white, you know, yeah. and it's like, it's, it's, it should be surprising, but it isn't it's sad. Right. And someone said to me, oh,
1: this pissed me off, but I'm so freaking used to hearing this shit. I mean, you know, I've been, I've been around for enough, long enough to hear things like this. that are even way more offensive than this. But someone said to me, I heard a story about you. And I'm like, Ooh, here we go. <laughs> Cause you're, you know, somebody's got to have a story, right? <laughs> um, And he said, yeah. I said, what is that? And he goes, well, I heard that you were furious that Trump was elected. And I go, that sounds about right. (laughs) And he goes, and that you just want, you want to run because you want more women in office. And I go, absolutely. Um, And I said, and by the way, I go, I I want effective leaders who are women in office because I want to level the playing field. Correct. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm an effective leader okay that 's mm-hmm. why I should be elected. It just so happens that i 'm just tired of waiting my turn yeah, okay mm-hmm. i'm not going to sit this one out, mm-hmm. okay um yeah, I have kids they're good. I can do both of these things right, you, right you know you hear women here at all don't you have kids like what do you do with your kids still? what you, you still oh, this? Go- oh absolutely. Oh, I had gosh. a dude at a house party say. I do a ton of volunteer work um at a local public school and um meal distribution for OUSD now during COVID. Yeah, yeah. And some guy said to me, "Why don't you just run for school board?" Like it's a shitty position meant for a woman. And I go and I just I thought my husband was going to throat punch him, but he didn't. <laughs> and see. I go, "Because I don't want to run for school board." Yeah. "Because mm-hmm. I'm running for city council." Mm-hmm. Next question. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't have time for that. Here's the thing. I am, uh, yes, I am, a, a, the, will be the first Latina elected to the Oakland City Council, which is pretty freaking insane in 2020 that I'm even uttering those words. But damn, I want to be her. Mm-hmm. Because I think when I go to my little Title I school, and I see all those black and brown faces, and those kids ask me, are you going to be a president? That's what they, because they don't know. They just see some loud lady who says, I can do this. And I go, and you know what? I go, no, I'm not. I'm, I am said, not yet. But I go, um, I'm running for city council because I want to represent you. And then they look and they go, like one little girl looked at me and she was like, oh, like she couldn't believe it. And I said, <laughs> and guess what? When you're old enough, you can do the same. Right, mm. yeah, and they need mm. that they you yeah. know people need to see people that look like them representing them, and whether it 's another woman, whether it 's just some you know some some person who just wants to support people of color or women or whatever mm-hmm. um, we We need more women at the table, period the end at all levels of government,
2: right. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing is, like, you can't win on either sides. If you have kids, it's like, who's going to take care of your kids? And then if you don't have kids and you're not married, it's like, whoa, what's wrong, wrong with, you? with you? Why don't you yep. have kids? Why aren't you married? There has to be something wrong with you. So until we have that kind of representation across the board, and we don't have to even assume these things or have these prejudices, then yeah, there needs to be identity politics. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and listen, you know what's
1: gosh. really. Oof. Yeah, and it's okay. <laughs> right. I just got to clap for a sec. I just got to clap for a sec. <laughs> yeah, until we, until it's all normal, until adults in our world and in our country start seeing things the way our children see them. My kids don't see gender. They don't see disparity and inequity in any way based on the color of your skin, your gender, your sexual present, who, who, who you, your sexual preference, who you choose to love, who you worship. It's it's all the same to them which was kind of the world I had always wanted to live in when I was a little kid, because, you know, here, look at us, four women of color, four women who have grown up and heard stuff that was hurtful heard. No, you can't because you are what you are. Something that you can't change. Right. You know, we, I'm, I'm old enough to remember like girls can't do that. And then I'm old enough and and I've also been around enough and been around enough uh, people with shitty views to hear things like, Um, you know, I'm sorry. I mean, someone actually decided not to, and I'm going to, I'm going to use the dumb words, ask me to go around because he found out I was Mexican. Like these are, these are the realities for so (laughs) many of us. Right. And that it's just that we got to put that to an end. Right. Unfortunately we've had some setbacks in the last three and a half years, but you know, that's one of the other beauties of Oakland is We celebrate the differences we, and, and, and then, and we look at everybody as everyone's capable. We're all coming with the same, you know, the same abilities and the same, you know, it it just doesn't, it doesn't matter. We got to get, we got to get back there or, or we've got to get to there. And then, and, and I think it's going to take some loud broads to show them how it's done. (laughs) I agree. Word. (laughs) <laughs> I got the loud down and I'm abroad. So yeah, <laughs> go ahead, please.
0: You got, <laughs>
2: it. You got it.
0: I was going to say um, we have to wrap up, but where can people find you and donate and all of the things?
1: Yes.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Follow you, donate. Follow me on Twitter at Steph D. Walton, S T E P H D Walton. Um, f- uh, go to my website, Oakland.com. and that's F O R. Um, you could, There's a donate button there. You can read about you know, who I am and some of the endorsements I've received. I've got to actually update because I've gotten some more endorsements while we've been in lockdown. Um, you know, donations are are it. I need to unseat an incumbent, someone who has been in his position for almost eight years. There are a lot of people who only vote in presidential years. It just so happens that we're going to vote Trump out and hopefully vote me in, Right. If people are not educated and as in touch as some of, of you guys, you know, like you guys are and like some of the constituents I'm dealing with on a regular basis, they're going to go into the, look at the ballot and they're going to see his name and incumbent. So I need to get the word out there and that's through marketing and that costs money. So donations, any amount, gladly accepted. I have someone that gives me a buck a week. (laughs) <laughs> on the red. I'm not okay. even joking. That's and awesome. I'm, I like, I smile every time I see her name come through. Yeah. I take it is what, whatever five, if 10, 10, you name it, uh, the max is 900. If there are any really wealthy people uh, listening who, you know, no, happen no. to have tons of money to throw around. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's it. I just, I'd love to be, um, I'd love to engage with you too. I take uh, emails, just reach out.
0: And I think we should, um, we should set up a check-in after June 30th and see yes where you're at. how about yeah, that let's do it yeah, I, let's book it now I'm down I'll okay. be there okay. <laughs> I'm so excited for you Steph and I I'm you, you're the future
1: <laughs> yes yeah, it, we we are we are the future yeah the future is female
2: yeah the future that is female. now
1: <laughs> the future and the future is right this minute yeah the future is right this minute.
2: Not everyone can do what you're doing. It takes a certain special type of person. So yeah, more power to you. And you are that
1: special type of person. Exactly. I love you, you guys. I've known you for a dozen years and I've, and like you said, it's like, I've known you as the salesperson upstairs, you know, at the radio station. And it's like everything that you've ever wanted to do, you've done though, Steph you know like it it was you're like I wanted to do. I want to host a radio show and you hosted the radio show you know I want a tv show you did the tv show it's just like everything we've ever kind of tackled we've done and you've done and so this is just like listening to you talk for the last half hour just makes me smile this is great Hmm. you make me cry (laughs) (laughs) I cry too i'm bringing i'm bringing crying back to politics oh, I'm, the Company. John, I'm the john Boehner of liberal politics oh. <laughs> remember, remember him <sighs> oh god. god yeah good now john Boehner. all yeah. right you guys are we gonna do this thing yes yeah yes we are gonna do it yes one other one other little thing i want to just say also yeah. if you want to volunteer if anybody yes. listening here would like to volunteer there's an option to click on my website. I will take it. I need people who want to get on the phone and, and talk about me to the voters. I, and, and, you know, let's just see what happens. Um, But yeah, I, I, I just want, I just want to hear from, from everyone. Literally. I call them all back. I write to them all. Literally. Mm. Wow. Well then it's good that we're in a shelter in place then. Yes. (laughs) For now. (laughs) Put on a nice shirt and they don't have to look at my floor i love it we can't see your floor you guys oh, are, are crushing it and i want to thank you for putting me on on a week with oh, yeah. such kick-ass guests
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean some people know that. <laughs> oh no. my god you guys are best i'm proud no. of you we're no, so we're, excited we're you to follow you and yeah and your journey because this is crazy and it's so exciting I'm here for it. I am
1: here. I'm so excited. Thank you guys for having me. It is just a delight. And it's a delight to look at each of you.
0: <laughs> you too. <laughs> I, you.
1: Brownies. I love it.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was our conversation with stephanie dominguez walton the very spirited candidate for district one in oakland we could have kept talking to her but she had to go get endorsements and and keep maintaining that hustle i mean she really is the dream candidate she's hungry she's Mm -hmm. smart she's so driven and we're just super excited to see her out there talking to people and learning and and hopefully starting her movement yeah. She, she needs a little bit more energy. I just, I don't know how she keeps that up. I just don't know. Well, I knew, I mean, as you know, we all knew yeah. coming into this, like, we're just going to be able to just sit there and enjoy listening to her talk, really. I mean, we didn't even have to do anything. No,
0: That's what's, that was great about this interview. But it also, you know, she's been on the show before. She's been a big support and fan of the show. So um, we love her. And yeah, I, I mean, how can she not win?
2: Right. And, and for those of you listening in Oakland, District 1, or if you just live in Oakland, because as you know, City Council, you know, they, they make regulations for all of the city. Go to Stuff for Oakland, check out her platform, write her questions. She wants to engage, challenge her, mm-hmm. I challenge you to challenge her. She wants it and, and she's home and, and that's what she's spending her time doing. So don't forget to go to Stuff for Oakland. And also, while you're online, go to BitchTalkPodcast.com to check out our brand spanky new website.
0: You can also find us at BFF.FM every Monday morning from 6 to
2: 6.30.
0: We are powered by Go-To
2: Productions. Bitch, please.